By what name are you known? There are some who call me... Tim? This is Pixie from Next On Stage 1, a spicy adult podcast with strippers, drama, and everything in between. And now you're listening to 2010 Minute with Tim McCarthy. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Remember Mace? Mace was back for a little bit. Mace was hot. Then he left. Then he came back. Then he was hot again. What's going on, everybody? You are listening to 2010 Minutes. I am your host. Tim McCarthy. This is a podcast that focuses on mental health through humor, insight, and personal stories. That introduction was done by the legendary Pixie of Next on Stage One. Uh, she has a great co-host as well, uh, Mr. J. They both have phenomenal voices, like straight up like radio voices. But if you want a different type of podcast that has like that has a niche or niche, no, it's niche. Go check them out. Pixie is awesome. Me and her pretty much started podcasting at the same time and found each other on Twitter and uh, been helping each other ever since. I dubbed her the mayor of Twitter podcast because she deserves it. So I voted for her. Thank you, Pixie, for that introduction. Um, yeah, but who doesn't like strippers, you know? Some people don't. They're all right. I went to a strip club one time with uh, with Lindsay on Thanksgiving, which is really weird. And we played Keno and there was like three of us there. And uh, they came up around to us and they're like, hey, you guys want some roast beef sandwiches? And I'm like, no, thank you. But happy Thanksgiving. Um, I don't know if she's going to like that story, but hey, what are you going to do? Um, but yeah, thank you for tuning in to episode 53. Um, glad to be back. My podcast is a year and one day old or one week old. And I'm back. And I know I made an announcement on the social medias, but I am taking a break from releasing interviews. They have been too much to handle. I took on way too many at one time. Editing them and getting them out is so much work that I was just getting worn down. So I'm taking a mental health break on interviews. I'm still recording a couple here and there, but not too many together. So I'm going to start releasing them again on January 6, 2022, which is uh, absolutely insane that it's uh, year 2022. So everyone's going to have to turn the one into a two because everyone messes up on that. So yeah, putting a two over a one kind of sucks. So you're going to have to do like the the big scribble. Um, so good luck to you guys on January 1st. Um, and then again, you can learn more about me and the podcast on 2010minutes.com. I have some new merch coming out, which is a lot better than my green shirt because those are not selling. So I made it very straightforward, very simple, very easy. It's going to be a t-shirt, two versions of a t-shirt and two versions of a sweatshirt. And then I'm working on some winter hats. So they're going to be simple. They're not going to be complicated, not going to be bright, going to be black, gray, Gray's my favorite color, which I think should be the color of bipolar, which makes a lot of sense. And it makes a lot of sense why I like it. I got my little gray racing stripes on the side of my beard too, which is uh, kind of a weird look, but I like it. I'm rocking my Pex Fitness hat. If you've been a long-time subscriber of 2010 Minutes, you would understand what this hat means. Um, I, meant to, I meant to bring this up when I was talking about the mental health aid class I took. So at the end, their mascot is a koala bear, which is awesome because if you follow me or this show, I am a huge koala bear stand. So I lit up and I was like, cool, I can't wait to talk koala bears. And then for some reason, I they were talking about koala bears and, and like how it's like the perfect mascot, and how they're great. And they, they're just like, they're slow and they take their time, but they're fucking cute. 
And I go, yeah, all of them have chlamydia too. And it was just dead silence in the room and everyone like turned to me and I was like, I, I just like koalas. I'm sorry. That's a koala fact. If you don't know that, koala bears have chlamydia. So I don't know why that is. So I am a koala bear fraud. But you don't need to look that up. That's their personal story. Koalas get chlamydia. Learn something new every day. But I, uh, I did like that course a lot. Um, I actually talked to my work, and I'm going to work on something there to see how we can help people with mental health disorders at work because it's definitely not talked a lot. Think about your job. When was the last time anyone brought up mental health? So maybe talking to your bosses or uh, their bosses' bosses and seeing what the game plan is for any type of mental health issues that may come up for anybody else. Obviously, we have to worry about ourselves first, but if you have a heart, get to worry about other people too. So uh, definitely don't be afraid to uh, reach out to someone at work uh, in the higher-ups because they can't really uh, they can't really fuck with you if you have mental health issues because that's a big no-no, and uh, they can get fucked. So don't be scared, homie. Nate Diaz. Um, I was a little late recording this. There was a bunch of deers in my yard, which, like, I'm originally from the city, so seeing deers is, like, a big thing for me. There was, like, four deers eating my leaves, and they're eating them off the... Off the tree, they could just pick them up off the ground, but I don't know if they have a five-second rule in the deer committee. But there was a buck, a straight-up buck. He had the antlers, he was diesel. And then I made eye contact with one of them, and they didn't care because I was behind a glass window. I think all windows are glass, right? Man, what are you going to do? Um, but yeah, uh, deers, am I right? So I was asked to bring this up, a topic, and it's called depersonalization. And I've never heard of it. It's not that I brought up uh, Alice in Wonderland syndrome before, and I'll talk about Alice in Wonderland syndrome if, if you haven't checked that out. So this is like this weird phenomenon that happens to like a little bit amount of people. And it happened to me um, as like a kid almost, and it happened not too long ago, maybe like a couple of years ago. But it's like when you're sitting there and everything seems so far away, like you're almost sitting in the last row of your brain. And, and it's just like you feel like you're bigger than you are. And it's super weird. It's hard to explain when you're feeling it either way. But like I'll be watching TV on my side and the TV just seems like it's so far away. But you don't like freak out. You just kind of deal with it. Has that ever happened to you? No? All right, cool. But this isn't the same thing. This is called depersonalization. That's a, that's a tough word for this guy to say. It's the persistent feeling of observing oneself from outside one's body or having a sense that one's surroundings aren't real. So... The way I was uh, described it, it's like you're seeing yourself, like you look at your hands and you're like, that's not my hand, but you know it is. And then like you'll look at a photo of yourself and like, that's not me. And now I've never had that feeling and I, I don't think a lot of people have because I've never heard about it. Maybe you haven't. And just because I didn't hear about it doesn't mean that it's not popular. It probably is because I, I'm not smart. So um, I found that really interesting and I feel like that could really fuck you up. I feel like that might be almost like a, you're not feeling like one's worth almost. Like you don't see yourself how you should be seen, if that makes any sense. Like when you look in a mirror, it's kind of funny that I always thought about this is when you look into a mirror, like that's technically not you. You'll never see the exact you. Like you see a friend or a family member, you're looking at them. That's what they look like. You can never look at your actual self, if that makes any sense to you as well. So we could perceive ourselves a little bit different in a mirror which uh, is sometimes wicked scary because people are weird in front of mirrors. I don't, I'm going to admit something, all right? 
people do weird stuff in front of mirrors. I'm not talking like sexual, but like people just like stand in there or like people that like flex in the mirror. I don't do that. I got no muscles. You know, I'll just flex on this YouTube channel. Um, but I think everyone's a liar if they say they don't do weird shit in front of the mirror. Again, not a sexual thing in front of the mirror. I'm talking just being a fucking weirdo. Um, but there's been times I just stare in the mirror. I'm just like, who the fuck is this guy? It's weird. The same thing when like you look somebody in the eyes. That's a lie. You don't look someone in the eyes. You look at one eye. You can't look at both of them straight up. That would be crazy. You only look at one eye. I think I'm crazy today. These are all the things that run through my head. Like I'll be talking to somebody and I'll listen, but then in my head, I'm like, yeah, I'm only staring at one eye. And then they're like, what do you think? I'm like, what? That's how my uh, ADHD really works. Um, And I actually posted this on my Instagram and Twitter uh, the other day. And uh, I showed all my pills, my pill bottles, which there was uh, five of them. And those are the ones I take uh, to make sure I don't spiral out of control. Uh, There's one for my ADHD. There's one for my bipolar. There's one for my anxiety. And now I just got um, one for my seasonal depression, which I forget the name of it because they all have to have wacky ass names. But then they're just like, oh, it's this. Like, I don't I don't need like the medical name for it. Um, but yeah, I'm going to, it probably will show on this YouTube video of what the name is because I always forget. That's how dumb I am. I'm so the guy that doesn't do the, that, that, that reads the terms and agreements to anything and no one else does, but I could be signing my life away because I have no patience to read. Like I just had a contract come through for a possible big thing for this podcast that will help me out. And, uh, I, I sent it like five different people. I was like, Hey, can you read this for me? I don't know how to read. I can say the words and put the sentence together. Well, I can barely say words, but I can put the sentence together. But comprehending it is tough for me. Like, like I'm joking, obviously. I can read. But if it's like technical stuff like that, where they like, I would get in so much trouble at a court if I was ever put on stand. I could be blatantly innocent of like a murder. Like they can show video me at home and the murders in like, poughkeepsie florida and then i would still go to jail because i i can't i fold under pressure i'm like yeah it was me i'm sorry when it's clearly not me i fold like a beach chair when it's when it's the big game last shot i sucked at basketball and i never had that opportunity but i would never want to go in i would i would carlton it from from fresh prince when he just hucks it and it goes over the backboard I was self-aware back then. I knew I sucked. I was the last guy on the bench and I didn't mind it. I was the towel guy that waved. I went in I went in the game when we're up by like 40 um, and just splashing threes in the corner like I'm Eddie House. And I looked like a dickhead too because I wore like a headband and like high socks. I didn't care. I was the checking crew. You like, you check one of my best players, I'm coming over there and going to verbally tell you about it. That was my basketball career. I don't know where I just went off the rails with this, talking about hoops. Um, and then depersonalization. Yeah. Okay. So back to that. I'm sorry. Um, I want you to, I want you guys to reach out if you guys know exactly what I'm talking about to explain your side of the story. I won't say your name obviously, but I would love to learn more about this. I've only heard about like one story. Um, and it's fascinating. Um, it really is to just have that feeling when like you're out and you just feel like you have a sense that surroundings aren't real and you feel like you're outside of one's body and you're seeing what you see and it's not you. That would fuck me up. That's like a real life nightmare or like a dream. Don't get me started on dreams again. You know how I feel about dreams. Um, and dogs having dreams. So yeah. Um, 
Now let's talk, let's talk the holiday season, okay? It's very stressful for everybody. And I was doing a little research on how to help your mental health during the holiday season. And I'm going to give a little bit of my take on it, even though uh, sometimes I don't practice what I preach because I want to do those things, but I don't do them. So I try to tell myself, I'm like, do that. You got to lead by example. And uh, yeah, I can't even sell myself on it. So hopefully I can sell you on it. Boom. Now, it's stressful. Thanksgiving, I love. Christmas, not a big fan of it. Not a big fan of Christmas. I think Christmas should be every other year. And then you can save up for like a better present for next year. That's just me. I know people love the winter. People love Christmas, Kwanzaa, Hanukkah. It's all fun. I like it. I think I don't like it because it's a holiday in the snow. And I'm not a big snow guy, even though my birthday is January 16th. Um, but yeah, that's just, okay. I'm not going to be a Grinch. Even though when people call you a Grinch, I don't like that either. Because you know why? Because the Grinch doesn't like Christmas, but at the end, he likes Christmas. So if you call somebody a Grinch, they're not really a Grinch because the Grinch ends up liking Christmas. So don't call me a Grinch, please. Um, plan ahead. That's number one. You got you to gotta get ready and plan ahead. You got to figure out where you're going, what you're doing, who you're seeing, Get a little schedule so you don't double book. If you got to run to the in-laws house, you got to run to Friendsgiving, you got to run to your mom's, your fifth dad, whoever. Plan ahead so you're not getting stressed out. Make a little schedule on your phone. Tell Siri, write it in your Google Calendar. If you live in the Stone Age, you can chisel it down on uh, a tombstone. Is that what he held? Like two little tombstones? They look like it. I don't know. But yeah, plan ahead. Uh, I'm kind of planning ahead already, but I don't have a lot of things to do, so which is great. I'm going to visit my mom and my family at her house on Thanksgiving, and then I'm driving down to my sister's house on Christmas. And I'm lucky and fortunate enough that I got to take Thanksgiving and Christmas off because Christmas is about everybody else. I'm not a good gift giver. I'm awful at giving gifts. And then I don't really like receiving gifts because it's very awkward opening up a gift in front of somebody because you're like, I don't know if I'm given the right reaction that they want. And I double guess myself that I'm like, I, I don't want them to think this is a bad gift because it's a great gift. Me, on the other hand, I'll give you a gift and then I'm going to leave. I don't want to see your reaction because I'm in that position. But yeah, it's about the kids, you know, it's about the kids. Stay focused, less stress. There's going to be a lot of shit going on. A lot of people you don't want to see if you're going out Wednesday night. You're going to see people from high school that you don't probably like, and they're going to bring up old war stories about how they threw for 150 yards and two interceptions in their high school football game. No one gives a shit anymore, okay? No one, Uncle Rico. Um, but just stay focused. Just just let it all come to you. Space out. Think about the I thing. De de disassociate. And then talk about you if you want. But don't do that because I don't do that. I go, all right, the best the best escape of a, of a conversation you don't want is, hey, man, I got to go to the bathroom. I'll be right back. Then you come out of the bathroom, and if they're standing there waiting for you, you're like, fuck, I got to go right back into this. But the best, you come out of the bathroom, and you're like, oh, hey, what's up? And then you get stuck again, and then it stinks, and you're like, I got to go to the bathroom again. Like, you just came out of there. I'm like, yeah, I got, I got pee problems. Take time for yourself. That's important, too. If you can drive alone, go drive alone. Listen to some music. Don't worry about everybody else on certain times and days. Obviously, plan ahead, and that translates into time for yourself. So if you plan ahead, it's going to help you.
because past Tim usually screws over future Tim and then present Tim has to fucking deal with that shit. And I feel like the middleman, which I am. So look out for your future self and they will thank past whoever you are. Enter name. Um, and this is a personal one is don't worry about lavish gifts <laughs> because one, I don't, I don't gift well, like I said. And two, I feel like a lot of presents are a lot more expensive than they should be. And a lot of people don't have money, especially during COVID and everything. So it's the, it's the thought of the gift that counts. And I got to tell myself that even though if the, uh, if the gift sucks, um, I just gotta just be like, you know what? I tried. Especially with kids. Little kids don't know the fucking difference of toys. You can go to CVS, get a G.I. Steven, like the bootleg G.I. Joes, and just give them that. They won't even know. I think once they turn like maybe five or six, they start catching on of like good gifts. But don't worry about it. And the same thing goes with clothes for babies. That's always funny. They're like, yeah, what size is he? A 2T. All right, I give him a 5T. I don't know what that means. But I know it's something they can grow into. And then they pass it down to the next kid. I was a second, uh, second hand, uh, got my hand-me-downs. That's what it's called. Got a lot of my brother's hand-me-downs, which he's like the same size as me. I stole this shirt for him from years. For years I had it. And I finally gave it back to him. Like straight up, I took it to college. I used to wear it. it was, I used it. I would wear it as a, um, undershirt or like a nighttime shirt, nighttime shirt, fucking shirt I slept in. And it was the Rage Against the Machine Wu-Tang uh, tour shirt where they came to uh, Mansfield, Massachusetts at the Xfinity Center. And that's a, that must have been a great concert because ODB was alive. Rage Against the Machine uh, were at their height and together. And then just having all the Wu-Tang members. The Wu-Tang members are great because all of them are out there. But then there's like 50 other guys that are with them. It's like, where are all the chicks, bro? But that shirt was great. And I ended up giving it back to them uh, like 20 years later. Um, sorry, Bill. Um, and then stay busy on that alone time. Take your alone time. If you don't want to do anything, just sit there, but go do something for yourself. Go buy yourself a little treat. You're going to go buy treats for everybody else. Give yourself a little treat. Go buy yourself a little treat. Treat yourself. Okay. Do that. And then the most important thing is listen to 20, 10 minutes. So you can put that all together. You're driving, you're hanging with your family. You want to buy a shirt for them for Christmas. 20, 10 minutes has you covered, okay? Like, go sit in your car for 20 minutes. If you smoke weed, go smoke a bone. Go listen to my episodes. Tell somebody about it. Plan ahead for 20, 10 minutes. Obviously, I'm joking. Uh, I am not that important. <laughs> um, but I appreciate everyone that shares my um, my podcast with everybody because that is uh, always uh, a nice little treat. If you want to give me something for Christmas, share my podcast buy my freaking shirts, leave me a review or shoot me a text that you, that you love me. I'll take those. Now I always ask people to send me in questions on my website and I always post about it. So if you ever want to send me a question, you can go to my website, ask me on Instagram, uh, send me uh, snail mail or pigeon carry. I don't believe in pigeon carrying. Okay. I don't carry a pigeons. That did not fucking happen. That is the biggest lie. That's up there with Wilt Chamberlain scoring a hundred points. Yeah. I don't buy that. I don't buy it either. My friend Ricky put me onto that. The, there's no footage. It's just him holding the sign. I could hold up a sign and be like, oh, I have a million downloads. No one would know. Where's the footage, uh, fucking Wilt Chamberlain? Uh, fucking pisses me off. Bill Russell all day. Bill Russell has the greatest laugh of all time, too. So my question uh, was uh, from a friend. 
As someone that also has dealt with depression and anxiety, do you find it difficult to integrate, integrate, that's a good word, integrate yourself into new friend groups? I always feel like an outcast at group activities and feel completely awkward suggestion, suggesting future plans. Yeah, uh, I am with you on meeting new people. Um, I do find it a little bit difficult, but I like I always tell this, I was telling somebody at work that I harness my anxiety and I think the best way to looking at it is going in there. And if they don't enjoy you or enjoy who you are or your time, then that's actually wicked easy. You're like, all right, well, these people aren't cool because I'm pretty cool. And but like trying to feel like an OK, like there's definitely like the difference between like a wallflower and then someone that does try. Like, what is that thing in uh, Wedding Crashers when he's like, he's like, uh, he's like uh play like a champion like don't sit like you 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 definitely have to give the effort at least so you can be like okay like i did my part let's see if they rep uh reciprocate oh my god i can't fucking speak english um but yeah so i like i harness my energy and i just like give them full force tim i don't sell my podcast but when someone brings up my podcast in front of them i like I cringe so hard and they're like oh what's it about i'll subscribe on itunes and then i never hear from them again but yeah, definitely don't feel like an outcast at your group because they're not your group for a reason at that time, but they can be. So definitely thinking positive is a uh, is a great um, tool to have in your head. And then suggesting future plans. Oh my God, that's that's the worst. Because some people, like myself, like I'll cancel on somebody because I'm either having a bad day or just don't want to do it. So I try to take that into account when I, I do make plans with people if they do bail on me. But sometimes getting bailed on is the best because you want to bail, but you don't want to be the person that bails. But when they bail, you're like, oh, my God, thank you. Like you like them more. So if you make new friends and they bail on you, I'm for it. You're, you're my new friend. If we're going to make empty promises, I'm in, baby. Just be nice to me. And when I see you out in public, if you if you don't say hi to me, and that's when the friendship's off. Because if I'm out by myself... I need someone to talk to because I am a child. That's a great question too, by the way. Hopefully that has helped you out. I should do an advice column because I give the worst advice and that would be really fun. My song suggestion is, uh, holy shit, I didn't even write down the name of the song. It's by uh, it's by Willow Smith, Tyler Cole, and uh, The Anxiety. Holy shit, I didn't even look this up. When I wake up, I put on my makeup. That's not actually the song name, but oh, the lyrics. I'm looking it up right now. God damn it. It's a live version of a song. This is probably the worst, worst thing I could have ever done is not write down the actual song. It's a live version. It's really good. And I'll just talk about it. Willow is in it. Willow Smith, the, the girl of that sang Whip My Hair. I whip my hair back and forth. I whip my hair back and forth. Who is also Will Smith's daughter. She has a great voice, by the way. So I am still typing to find this song. Um... I am so sorry, but I'm gonna I'm gonna switch over to podcast suggestion, which would be next on stage one with Pixie and Mr. J. Great people, great voices, great content, great stories, great people. Um, so you're not gonna miss on that one. And uh, I love you guys, but I'm gonna say it in a second. It's called "Meet Me at Our Spot." Boom, nailed it. Spotify. Uh, the Anxiety Willow and uh, Tyler Cole. Listen to that song, the live version. It is uh, it's a pretty nice song. I like it. Thank you again for tuning in to an ep another episode of, you guessed it, 20 Tim Minutes. I am your host, Tim McCarthy. I thank you so much for checking me out again. Go check me out on 20timminutes.com. You can find me everywhere on the internet. If you just type in 20 Tim Minutes, there's on a 20 Tim Minutes out there. 
And if there is, I will challenge him to a straight-up boxing match. Don't give a frick. I love you guys so, so much. Thank you again. And have a good one. I don't know if you can hear my dog. He's fucking barking. Those deers, man. Those fucking deers. Later. This podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified health provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition. If you are feeling suicidal, please dial 911.